Are you an entrepreneur or looking to become one? Looking to stay motivated, find happiness and true success? You're in the right place. Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome back once again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode 13. Ooh, lucky 13. Don't be scared. This is definitely a lucky episode. So don't be scared of the number. Don't get caught up in that. Now, we talked in the last episode about finding and developing our gifts, jumping in order to soar with the, the parachute of our gift, even, even though it will be hard and all the things I quoted from Steve Harvey and others about that. If you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to it along with several other episodes, you know, if you haven't heard them yet. And I reiterate also real quick that we have several great interviews coming up in the coming weeks, so stay tuned for that. New York Times bestselling author of Essentialism, Greg McCune as well as others in business and entertainment across the board and throughout different industries. Um, these are people who have jumped and embraced their gift. So fasten your seatbelt as this podcast is growing fast, my babies. That's what Conan O'Brien used to always say during his intro on Late Night. Keep cool, my babies. So whether you're a fan, of, I'm a fan of all kinds of things. So whether you like Conan or not, forgive me if you don't. But <laughs> Today we're going to talk about patient perseverance. That may or may not sound exciting, you know, like an exciting topic, but I promise it is essential and an essential part to the foundation of true, meaningful, lasting happiness. Let's first define these words so we're all on the same page. The word patience comes from roots which mean to suffer or endure. Uh-oh, see now it's not getting pleasant, but you know what? We're going to talk about that in a positive light, to suffer or endure. It's something we do when we exercise or all kinds of things in life to progress, grow, learn, and the word perseverance comes from roots which mean to continue steadfastly or to persist. So we refer to patient perseverance when we say those words, we're actually talking about enduring or suffering steadfastly or with persistence. If I may, I really want to reiterate what we said before, that number one, you are priceless. And number two, you are never alone. When it comes to patient perseverance, I think many of us oftentimes do feel alone and we need to wake up. This podcast ought to be a reminder or reinforcement in that regard. Also, when we help others not feel that way, by being there for them as they persevere with their life, their struggles, and, and pursuing and growing their gifts, um, a lot of times the burdens and difficulties of our own lives will be diminished or alleviated. So one thing I wanted to touch on too as we talk about that and then we'll get into the patient perseverance a little bit more is I saw something on the news not too long ago about that they appointed a minister of loneliness in the UK. There's 9 million lonely people. 200,000 of these people haven't spoken with a friend or relative for over a month. So I don't know how they came up with these numbers, but I promise you there's those kind of numbers wherever you are, whether you're in the US or different places in the world, there's tons of lonely people throughout the world. And you may be one of them. You may feel like one of them. I want to light a fire in you to let you know that you aren't. And feel it as I say it. You are not alone. And again, you are priceless. But we talk about this minister of loneliness. One thing I thought interesting about that story was that they touched on all kinds of things about it and some statistics, too, that this affects mortality in a similar way of uh, smoking 15 cigarettes a day. So people's mortality... People's lives can be shortened by being lonely. That's one of the things and one of the reasons that I constantly am doing my best to kind of reinforce that fact for each of us here. You and I are never alone, okay? And if we feel alone, 
the funny thing about that is we're not alone just by feeling alone because you know that lots of other people are feeling alone. And if we reach out and get out of our shell a little bit, we're all a little bit different. But doing all of that will alleviate some of those feelings and make us feel fantastic. I want to tell you uh, some stories here in this episode as well. I only touch on that lonely thing because patient perseverance, there can be a lonely road to success, lonely road towards accomplishing and fulfilling and growing our gifts. So just remember, you're not alone. Have I said it enough? Let's move on real quick on some of these stories. Now, this story, I think, epitomizes the term patient perseverance. I heard this story in a, in a seminar I listened to from the late, great Stephen Covey. The seminar was called Focus, Achieving Your Highest Priorities, and it was about time management. Now, we're not going to talk a lot about time management today, but this story I thought was pretty awesome as it relates to patient perseverance. It's about a woman that they called Crazy Maisie, and uh, what she did is she told her daughter and she decided when her daughter was 10 years old she wanted to raise money and put something together to where they could build a pool for her daughter and other kids to be able to play and enjoy themselves and cool off in the summer and all these sorts of things again her daughter was 10 years old she went on she kept saving cans and people called her crazy maze what do you think you're doing trying to build a pool with all these cans that you're collecting you think you're gonna be able to do that eventually she persevered through all of that and to fulfill kind of this wish and dream that she had for her daughter and again the other kids as well and after a while others they started to see this perseverance and this is what people do this is human nature by the way when people see someone persevere these might be some of the same people who called her crazy Maisie at first maybe they still called her that but sometimes those people come back around and realize oh you're serious okay well I'm not doing anything because I'm just here calling people names <laughs> maybe I can get involved and help out and find some meaning for myself and so a lot of these people did that so after they took notice and started helping she was perseverant despite what by the way many of these people had said to her the crazy Maisie and all that stuff it was finally dedicated this pool in July of 2001, her daughter was 40 years old when they finally dedicated this pool. And she raised 100K for all these kids, and the state added $70,000. $70, and again, it doesn't cost that much to build a pool, but what they did, I believe, is they built like this whole recreational complex, of course, complete with the pool as well. So it was a pretty big undertaking and she was able to get some government funding as well in the end quite a bit of it in fact but her daughter was 40 her daughter was 40 I'm sure her daughter still enjoyed it and loved seeing and feeling the love of her mother that she did that for those many years again roughly 30 years that she toiled and suffered and was patient and perseverant to get that pool now let me tell you another story I saw this on Netflix there's a show on there called Fastest Car, and there's a man in Huntington Beach. This is the first episode of that show, so if you want to check that out, if you have Netflix. Um, there's a man named Corey, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, Kawete or Kawet, C-A-O-U-E-T-T-E. He leaned over a rail one day, uh, kind of on a staircase, and next thing he knew, he woke up in the ICU. He'd fallen and apparently been knocked unconscious. Uh, and on top of that, when he awakened... He just knew in that moment he was paralyzed. He had to relearn things, balance. You know, eventually he started doing things again within his somewhat limited physical capacities. He went on to eventually buy a 1927 pickup truck. Now, I'm probably not calling it because I know there's like a, there's a specific term for this truck that he bought. 
but he restored and modified it so he could drive. You can find out more and see it, you know, more visually by watching the show if you have that on Netflix. You can see him on YouTube as well. Uh, but he became a racer and is, is he's on this show, like we mentioned, it's called uh, Fastest Car. The first episode, by the way, is called David and Goliath. There are other guys racing with some other souped-up cars, including a minivan as well, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But Amaze, a thousand horsepower minivan, by the way. And you have to see the show. I'm not going to tell you what happens because it's a there's a race at the end. This is like real life reality show of these all these cars coming together. And there's there's by the way some other supercars. There's one guy with a supercar on there, and so it's kind of the supercars versus the people who souped up old cars, minivans, things like that. So you got to see it. It's an incredible show. But Corey, by the way, if you're listening or somebody that you know is listening, I may reach out to you at some point and get you on this podcast and interview if you'd be willing, my friend. So I'd love to talk to anybody like that, but I'd love to talk to you, Corey. What he did is he persevered and he created this thing, by the way, where he could drive the truck with his hands. And I don't know all the logistics of how he did that, but he made it work within the scope of his situation where he had become paralyzed after his accident. So love that story. Love crazy Maisie. And by the way, persevering a lot of times you're going to be the crazy one. By the way, my wife was the crazy one. She moved to LA and a lot of different things happened. A lot of things with some of her friends and so forth too. And uh, who do you think you are? I know lots of people. Fred talked about that. Why are you going to LA? Not everyone needs to go to LA. You might just need to start that business locally, wherever you are or whatever it might be, go collect cans. Anyone can collect cans. All these sorts of things that these people did. So I think these are incredible stories. And I wanted to share, by the way, a few great quotes about patience and perseverance. The first one comes from author and speaker Joyce Meyer. And she said, quote, patience is not simply the ability to wait. It's how we behave while we're waiting, end quote. Now, do you think Crazy Maisie sat around crying and moping for 30 years? She had an end goal in mind as the target bullseye of every single can she picked up, every single maybe uh, ache and pain she might have endured as she walked around bending down, picking up cans and doing all the other things she probably did to raise money and maybe even felt bad at times from people calling her crazy Maisie. I don't know. I'm not speaking for her or necessarily for Corey with what he did to persevere through becoming paralyzed and do what he did with this uh, amazing truck that he souped up and got working as as a race car another quote by another author timber hawkeye he says that quote you can't calm the storm so stop trying what you can do is calm yourself the storm will pass end quote now when we apply that to patience it's kind of a little different angle on patience sometimes we have to just be patient through some turmoil some trials some stress in life be tenacious perseverant and muscle through muscle through. Now, if you don't feel like you have the energy to muscle through, I'm telling you right now that you do. Take that boost right now. I'm telling you, you have what it takes to muscle through. You're trying to lose weight. You're trying to start a business. You're trying to get funding for your business. You're trying to, whatever it is, you have what it takes to muscle through. Be patient. These things come about. And I know patience is much easier said than done, but I'm telling you, all of us as humans have a very, very powerful potential. Don't forget that. Let's not live below our privileges. Let's wake up and not be stuck in this mentality of sleepwalking. You have what it takes. The last quote I want to share with you, by the way, is from an old English writer from the 1700s, Samuel Johnson, who said, 
quote, great works are performed not by strength, but by perseverance, end quote. That's a pretty straightforward quote. Think of all the great things that have, have come about in our lives or that we've seen, the great inventions that, that you and I are using right now just to experience this podcast together. It all came from perseverance. They didn't have this stuff in the 1700s when he made that quote, by the way, but the principles still have applied through all these centuries since then and before when all these things have come and been developed and movements in the world and all kinds of things. So great works are performed not by strength, but by perseverance. Now, aside from sharing some cute sounding quotes, again, we're just talking here. It's so easy to talk, and unfortunately, that's all that a podcast really is. But the principles I want us to internalize and take some action on. But the question is, too, how do we apply these quotes and these principles individually? I I think about something also with patience. I heard kind of an analogy about a, a bus driver that the, the, you know, the bus driver hears fussing and fighting and whining because the bus, the, you know, the bus is late. You know, everything they say on the bus and all the little noise can get to somebody. And this is actually a real quote from a real bus driver. Um, I don't remember where I heard it. I'll have to think back and maybe I'll let you know. But the main point is the quote. All the bus driver did is open the window and kind of create this figurative symbolic thing that all that stuff is going out the window so it doesn't have to flow through you individually. Oh, it's going around you out the window. And what that means is we ventilate our emotions, we ventilate our feelings, we're able to then function more effectively by not letting all these things get all convoluted in our minds, hearts, and souls. Let it flow out the window. Like Eleanor said in episodes two and three, we brush things off. That's what we talked about in some other recent episodes. Now, I want to tell you a little more about Will Smith skydiving. We, I think we talked about that real quick in, in episode 12, but he tells this story about being in Dubai and all these guys talking about, hey, why don't we go skydiving tomorrow? And they've been drinking a little bit this night before and then gets back to his hotel room. Oh, wait, wait, we're going to go skydiving and kind of maybe losing sleep and a little nervous and kind of some of those jumps you get when you're trying to go to sleep at night because, oh, I'm going skydiving. And then he goes out the next morning and, uh-oh, sure enough, everybody's out there and everyone's expecting to go st- skydiving. So he doesn't want to be the schmuck sitting aside, not, not actually proceeding with that commitment. So they go up on the plane. And you have to visualize this from the standpoint of taking our leap, our jump in life, and soaring. And we talked about that in the last episode, but these episodes tie together. It's all interconnected, by the way. And there's lights in the front of the plane. It's red, and then it goes yellow. And then, uh uh-oh, it's time to jump. It turns green. And so he, you know, he tried to stay towards the back. He didn't want to be the first one necessarily. And by the way, he talks about being tethered to another guy, kind of having to sit on the guy's lap waiting. And hey, looking back, talking to this person, uh, making sure they've got someone to go home to so that they're not going to do anything stupid with the skydiving. And you get right to the edge of the plane and look down and see what he calls you see death. You see death below you. And that is the moment of biggest fear. The night before is the moment of biggest fear because guess what? When they've jumped out of the plane, they count three. They count one, two, three, and they jump on two because he says people grab on on three. So they jump on two, and that is the liberating moment. The moment of the jump is the moment of liberation. You're flying. You, you don't even feel this. Is a, I haven't sky dove, if that's the correct past tense. I haven't done that myself. But I'd like to possibly at some point. My boys have talked about it. They're little still, so I'm not taking them at ages six and eight at the moment. But uh, maybe when they're seven and nine, I'll <laughs> take them skydiving. But the point is this. After the jump where the fear was involved, that's where the liberation happens. And 
all the great things as we mentioned the last episode and here as well all the best things in life are on the other side of terror and fear you talk about patient perseverance it takes a dedicated mind and heart and i'm trying to instill in you your value and worth when i say to you you are priceless i'm not that may sound like fruitless words at some point as i as i keep saying it but i'm saying it and every time i say it i'm saying it with conviction because you are it takes knowing that to then have the belief necessary to take those leaps to jump out of that plane so to speak to jump off that cliff of life so to speak to grow your gifts to let that parachute engage and be everything that it's supposed to be and make your life everything that's supposed to be let's not live below our privileges anymore as we wrap up here i want to just reiterate these challenges we've talked about before and uh, talk also i like to add some challenges based on the topic of the the current podcast episode too i want to challenge us all and again this isn't just for you because i'm not mr perfect here challenge me also let's be patient in suffering let's have patient perseverance again patience refers to suffering suffering that we could dig in so deep on suffering and and what that means and the value on the other side of suffering and i I like the analogy of working out i'm not some big mr bodybuilder you can see picture me on the website but when you exercise you're working those muscles and there's strengthening that comes from that but you have to endure some pain this whole no pain no gain i sometimes i don't like those cliche things but a lot of them are very true too we got to endure some things to get some things and i got and i'm trying to give you the fuel you need to actually be able to do that okay so let's be patient in our in our suffering but let's have patient perseverance okay if if misery loves company then we're all together in the sense of having to suffer through the growing pains and trials of becoming our full potential in life let's have patient perseverance in that process another thing i want to challenge us to do outside of our normal challenges reach out to one of the many people who are lonely. We talked about that at the beginning and I said it multiple times, I don't know, 5-10 times here. You are not alone. Nobody else is alone. I'm not going to sing the old Michael Jackson song You Are Not Alone, but I could and uh, you might turn this off if I did, so I won't at the moment. That's for the next episode. <laughs> I have family members who live alone, by the way, and reaching out to them is a great privilege. I feel grateful when other people reach out and they have some friends once in a while who maybe then they can feel less lonely but anytime we help lighten another's burden whether they're alone or whatever it might be doesn't it feel indescribably fantastic to lighten somebody else's burden don't you feel good also doesn't it make your and my quote unquote problems just seem like so much less than we make them a lot of times it puts a lot of things in perspective So if we're capable to lighten someone's burdens, we ought to be doing that. And I promise joy and happiness will increase on the other side of all these things. It's all about taking action. Everything's about taking action, muscling through fear, muscling through some pain and suffering because we're here cheering you on. Just imagine, and if you're there by yourself, imagine I or somebody is sitting there on the other side of you as you're lifting some weights or doing whatever it is you're trying to do to get somewhere that we're there cheering you on. That we're saying you can do it. I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Blindsided uh, cliche guy about, hey, just be positive and all this stuff. But it's all about how we think. So we think positively and we see these things in our minds. We can really encompass this patient perseverance in our lives. And again, the same challenges as usual. Study. Keep studying. Start studying. Tons of resources. No excuses. Lots of ways we can do that. Audiobooks. Regular books. 
videos galore, whatever the topic is, whatever your gift is, keep studying, start studying. Make great moments. The important people in our lives are what a lot of these moments revolve around. Make great moments with them. Take some time. Build the Legos with your with your son or daughter or whatever it is that matters there. Take them to this or that activity. Just take them on errands sometimes. You're just busy. A lot of times some great moments happen in my experience just being out in the normal activities of life. Whatever it is, coworkers, family, marriage, relationships in particular, let's make those things matter and make great moments happen in them because it strengthens all those things. And again, the last thing as usual, let's keep doing this podcast together. So I challenge you all these things. I remind you of all these things. And as we close up here, I just want you to continue to incorporate this patient perseverance as we take steps forward, even if they're baby steps, take these steps forward and you're going to find the meaningful joy and happiness in your life at greater levels than you may have ever realized. So until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.